Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am sitting down with Elsbeth Denman, one of the cast members of the utterly fantastic Protean City Comics podcast, for a playthrough of Flatpak, Fix the Future. Protean City Comics is an actual play podcast of the Masks role-playing game, brought to you by our friends over at the Stop, Hack, and Roll podcast network that delivers all of the teenaged angst and superheroic action-adventure that you've come to love from books like Chris Claremont's X-Men, Young Justice, Young Avengers, and probably other books that have Young in the title. It's extremely good, and you should check it out at ProteanCityComics.com. Build is the hyper-optimistic, post-apocalyptic role-playing game. Flatpak is a game about the end of the world, what comes after, and the people that have been chosen to rebuild it. It is a super fun and fascinating game that encourages in-character and out-of-character puzzle solving through the use of party games, word puzzles, mazes, etc. It's very cool, and I really love its approach to role-playing and problem-solving in role-playing games. It's so cool, and I was so excited, and I really wanted to play it on the show for a very long time. And I'm super happy with how the episode turned out, and I can't wait for you to hear it. And so, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, Eacher Me. This week, I am sitting down with Elsbeth Denman. Elsbeth, thank you for coming on Party of One. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and tell the audience at home any of the cool projects that you're involved in, any any awesome podcasts they might want to know about, that sort of thing. Oh, I have one that I'm super proud of. Um, I'm a proud member of the Protean City Comics podcast. Uh, it is a production of a Stop, Hack, and Roll network with James Malloy and Brandon Leon-Gambetta. Um, Protean City airs every Wednesday. It's a bunch of moody teenage superheroes trying to save the world and also just not mess up their teenage life too bad. Um, I play Sage, a teenage sorceress. It's super fun, super angsty, real proud. It's a good show. I highly recommend it. I've, I've been I've been binging it. I highly recommend it. It's very have good. you actually? I I'm shocked. Been. I know. I'm shocked too because I don't. I don't listen to things. I don't support my friends in anything. So like, I'm not saying that. I'm just it, like, it's, came, it, I'm, came, I'm honored. You said it a little bit. Let's it's, it's, let's level. Let's level and say you said it a little bit. <laughs> listen, I don't. You know what? Thank you, Jeff. Is what I meant to say. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are playing Flat Pack Fix the Future. It is the hyper optimistic post apocalyptic role playing game, and I could not be more excited to play it. Me too. So why don't you take a moment and introduce us to your character this week? My character's name is Maple Mayday. She is a wrench. We will learn more about that as we continue. Uh, My claim to fame is that I am very small, good at hiding and sneaking into tiny places, navigating small spaces. Um, Two facts or two. Yeah. Two facts about me are that I am the youngest of six and that I am allergic to seafood. And one lie that I like to tell people anyway is that I graduated top of my class. So, uh, wrenches. The world is in ruin. Things happened long ago. There was a society before that is no longer there. For a generation, the best we could do was hide in our tunnel cities and wait. But we waited with hope because we knew that the wrenches would come, because that's what it said in the manual. Who are wrenches? Wrenches are those with wiles, resourcefulness, ego, nostalgia, curiosity, and hope. They are the people that are going to solve problems, guide us into the future, and most importantly, 
gather up the flat packs, which are pre pre-made buildings packed into small one by three by five boxes that when you unfurl the box, an entire building comes out. Piece by piece, we are going to rely on these wrenches to go out, gather flat packs, rebuild our cities, and we are going to start over. And this time, we are not going to make the mistakes that we made in the old world. Exactly. At least that's what they told you in training. That's what I read in the manual. It's a good manual. So uh, you are about to embark on your first assignment. Your small tunnel city of 37B, named for the service tunnel that it reside that they reside in. 37B, your home, the place where you were raised. They recently discovered uh, a series of tunnels which connects to drum roll, please. Googleopolis, the city of tomorrow. Or at least that's what they claimed. Uh, we open as you exit out of the tunnel. You get your first glimpse at the world outside. Twisted, everything is burnt and sandy and ashy. Trees and plants are growing in weird new colors and strange shapes, spiraling trees and iridescent bushes. And just over a hill, you see this massive, half-crumbling, semi-lit with neon lights, Googleopolis. The city of tomorrow, where the best and brightest were going to live and innovate and change. And look how that turned out. Hmm. Supposedly, there are flat packs in the Googleopolis. They have asked you, the town elders of 37B have asked you to get in there, find them if if they're in there, and make your way out. Out of Googleopolis with my flat packs. Gotcha. The nice thing about a flat pack is that it has a repulsor. So once you hit the button, it'll follow you. It'll follow behind you. So you don't have to carry these boxes. You just have to hit the button. Awesome. Floating boxes. Where were you when I moved three times in four months? But yes. Well, we're not quite we're not quite at the future. I mean, we're not quite at the first part of the future where we have the floating boxes. But that's nice because we're also not at the second part of the future where we all die. <laughs> Yay. I'll take the boxes then. That's the past. Right now, we're going to make things better. So you're over. You're staring over the hill. You know that you've got to get in. You've got to find where these some of these flat packs are stored. Mm-hmm. Activate them and make your way out. Mm-hmm. Looking over the looking over the looking looking at the the city from afar, you figure you've got three ways in, and I'm going to let you choose which one you pursue. Okay. You can walk through the front door. It's there. Presumably, you can walk through it. You see that uh, some of the upper floors are crumbled, and if you and if you scale. You can scale up and and skip some of the lower floors and scale up right to the the upper floors. Mm. Or, you know the tunnels well enough to know that there are some um, some sewer tunnels that will lead you up into the basement of Googleopolis. And then you can get in that way. Well, I'm definitely taking the tunnels. I do know them very well. 
I'm tiny and good at hiding, and hopefully I can sneak in undetected. Uh, well, you make your way. You start to make your way through the tunnels. It is dark and dank, and there are so many of them. You have no idea how the people of the Before Society built so many of these tunnels under the earth. But there are sewers and subway tunnels, and you know one wrong turn and you could be lost forever. But you've got to navigate the dark. Mm-hmm. This is an obstacle. Of course it is. Uh, obstacles in Flatpak are fun. I'm very excited. Uh, Flatpak is a game that encourages problem solving both in and out of character. So we are going to do this obstacle uh, in a ver- particularly special way. Okay. As you try to find the entrance to Googleopolis, I'm going to ask you to find a particular piece of information that I am hiding from you. <laughs> we okay. are going to play 20 questions. Yeah, we are. Cool. Uh, but as this is a conflict, uh, there is a conflict chart. There are levels of difficulty. Currently, we are at frustrated, which is there's a problem. It's difficult. And but it's only passive resistance. Uh, I'm going to give you a few. You have the option to make a few rolls. To lower that and get a few extra questions. Every every role you choose to make right now, if you succeed at the roll, you'll get an additional question. So you got 21 questions, 22 questions, etc. Okay. Uh, would you like to try for that or do you just want to try for 20? Is there a consequence to failing the roll? Uh, if you fail the roll, you get one fewer question. Oh, well, then I'll just start with 20. Okay. You've got 20 questions. I have written down... I have written down uh, a, a, a word or phrase, mm-hmm. and you have 20 questions to figure out what it is. Great. Um, is it a common word or phrase? No. Eh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Is it I some- will say it is a proper, it is a proper noun. Hmm. So it is a singular word? Yes. No. Is it a plural word? Yes. Is it a place? No. Is it a person? Yes. Is it a person that is famous in the now world that Elspeth and Jeff live in? Uh, yes. Would this person still be notable in the afterworld that Maple lives in? Perhaps more so. Hmm. Are they famous for something scientific? No. Are they famous for something entertainment related? Yes. Uh, now, yes. In the future, probably not. I'm taking furious notes. Okay. Um... Is it a film actor? Has appeared in a film, yes. Has appeared in several films, yes. That is 10. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are they more a notable figure in general than, no- than known for their acting? Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say they are not known for their acting, but someone else is. Okay. (laughs) Is it a character? Yes. 
It is a fictional character. Yeah. Is it a puppet? It is not a puppet. Are they part of the Star Wars universe? They are not part of the Star Wars universe. Drat and blast. I thought for sure I had it. What am I at? 13? Uh, 14. Huh. Mm, is it a male? Yes. Has one of the movies come out recently? Uh, Within the last... Let me double check. Definitely within the last five years, but I want to give you possibly a better picture. Within the last two, uh, two to three years. 2015. I'll give you, I'll say 2015. Wow. Because I don't know what, you know, I don't know when people are going to hear this. <clears throat> okay. Um, are they a normal human fiction or fictional character? Yes. Yes, he is a normal human. He is a normal human man from a movie, from several movies, one of which came out in 2015. Uh, famous now, but more famous in the future, but probably for different reasons between now and the post-apocalyptic future. I feel like you're giving me really good hints, and I'm just like over here like, Meh. Mm. what movies came out in 2015? Um, gee, I don't know. Um, You've got two more questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fail this tunnel system hard. Well, if you if you don't get it within 20, I will let you make those rolls and try to get more questions. Okay, thanks. Um, I keep getting stuck on characters and I have to reel it back and just ask questions. Um, are they over the age of 50? Um, the character. Character-wise, uh, I believe it's tough. Because they should be over 50 based on the time frame when all of when the movies came out. They should be over 50, but there was a recast. Wow. That was really specific. It's it's that that's a particular question where it's tough to answer it. I think the technical answer is no, but it might also be yes, depending on like the time frame of the movies. Okay. And this is technically my last question, right? This is your last question, and then you can uh, then you can throw out a, a guess. Jeff, have I seen this movie? <laughs> I honestly don't. Uh, give me another question because I can't answer that. Okay, all right. Comfortably. Um, was this a very popular movie? Yes, it was one of the highest grossing films of 2015. It got it, its Rotten Tomatoes is. It has a 97 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And it was one of the highest grossing films of the year. Okay. Boy. What was I? Oh, uh, was there a James Bond that year? There was not a James Bond that year. Drat. That's technically 21, 21 I know, questions. I know, I know. But I'll give it to you. But I'm going to need a guess. Uh, that was my guess, James Bond. All right. It was not James right. Bond. Uh, it was Mad Max. It was Max Rokitansky. Never seen it thought that was a woman that's why I, I didn't know if i didn't know if you had seen fury road or not no but so i could not feel comfortable answering that's okay yeah no that's probably on me i was in grad school i didn't do a lot of film watching so that's it's on very me. good i'd highly recommend it great I'd highly recommend it it is very good would it come in handy really a lot right now okay <laughs> so uh i will okay so you are you are currently lost in the tunnels yeah that feels which right. is a problem yeah 
which means you are going to have to make a problem roll. Okay. To solve this problem. Right. Uh, the, the way this works is you have to roll. Uh, you'll start out with a D6. And you have to get a seven. There is a dilemma here. Right, yes. But because you're a wrench, you have spirit and you can apply a few different solutions to that problem. Mm-hmm. And specifically, uh, I should, I'm going to start you with a few points of spirit. One for, because you're on your own. Normally wrenches go out in a group, but you've opted to do this on your own. Okay. Why'd you opt to do this on your own? Because I'm more effective when I'm alone and can uh, kind of sneak around and not be hindered by other people who might be bigger and slower. Okay, but why'd you really go do this on your own? I need to prove to my five older siblings that I am capable of completing a mission like this on my own because they all bully me and I need to prove this to myself and them. That sounds, that's good. I like that a lot. Okay, so I'm going to give you one spirit uh, just to start out because you're on Mm -hmm. your own. You start out with one spirit automatically, so Mm -hmm. that's two. Three, um, during character creation, you accepted a point of spirit for taking two truths and for playing two truths and a lie. You accepted uh, the lie that I gave you. So you get a point mm-hmm. of spirit for that. And you get a fourth point for coming on party of one because Woo-hoo. I'm happy to have you here to play a game with you. Awesome. And the game specifically says you should give spirit points as thank yous for doing nice things. Ah. So right. If you choose to spend a point of spirit, you can do a few different things. Okay. You can use one of your positive traits, which will allow you to roll a D8 instead of a D6. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also call in a specialist if there is a specialist in your community that mm-hmm. uh, might help you get out of trouble. Yes, those are the two things you can do. You can also spend two spirits to roll a D8 and a D6, which will make a seven pretty likely. Okay. I'll spend one spirit to roll my D8. Okay. And we'll say that I'm using my resourcefulness. Okay. Oh, God. I got a one. (laughs) All right. Which means that now Lost in the Tunnels becomes uh, a full-on obstacle. Mm -hmm. Because you have rolled a one. So, yeah. Now you're just in... Now, like... You don't even know which direction 37B is. Like, you just see tunnel. Right. You know, you've taken, like, three lefts and two rights and an up and a down. There's, it's, there's sort of an, you're sort of in an MC Escher situation. Yeah. Terrifying. Um, so you're going to have to, oh, this will be fun. I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> this is going to be fun. We're at another obstacle, which means we get to do another puzzle. Let's hope I'm better at this one. You have... You have to figure out a certain number of landmarks that you recognize. Okay. And the way that you're the way that we're going to do this is we are going to play catchphrase. You have to get me to say you are going to be the person uh, giving me clues and I'm going to guess them. Okay. I'm going to specify that I want you to win. So I'm going to be guessing to the best of my ability. Well, thank you, because you're probably better at getting me to win than me at this point. It's fun. We're having fun. It's going to be good. Um, so you're going to get me to guess three words, medium difficulty catchphrase. You have currently 60 seconds to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock. And how many words can I say to get you to say this? Uh, anything that is not. I actually have the specific rules of catchphrase. You can say anything that is not. Perfect. Uh, a word that rhymes with any of the words. Uh huh. You cannot give me the first letter. Say the number of syllables. 
or say part of the word. Like if the word is worry wart, you can't say worry blank. Right. All right, so I'm ready. So as long as you don't, yeah, as long as you don't say specific parts of it. Uh, as with the previous, uh, as with the previous challenge, you have the option to make a number of rolls that might allow you to get an additional ten seconds on the clock. All we'll right. make it ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. Uh, do you want to make any rolls to try and add time to the clock, or do you think ninety seconds is enough to get three words? Oh my god, that's more than enough. We'll be fine. Okay. Okay. You're set to medium. You're set to catchphrase. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start the clock then. Timer starts now. Give me the words. Four identical baby siblings. Quadruplets. Correct. Uh, A structure that houses animals. Zoo? On a farm. Barn? Yes. A teacher may use one of these with chalk. Uh, Is it chalkboard? It, no, it is a specific color. A specific color with chalk? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it... Is it green? No. Specific color of chalk. Is it white? No. Go back to your original answer. Chalkboard? Similar to that, but a specific color. A specific color chalkboard. Oh, whiteboard! Nope. With chalk. Oh, uh, blackboard? Yes. Hey, we got it! Hooray! And actually, within the originally, within the original allotted one minute. Woohoo! Well done! Yeah, okay. Um, then that, then describe to me you, uh, finding your way out. How do you do it? How, what does it look like? I've been lost in there for quite some time, so my eyes are very adjusted to the dark, and okay. I'm very confused, and I just... I'm so frustrated and upset. So I kind of drop to my knees and, and look at the ground and I'm just like feeling really hopeless and like, really, I can't do this after all. And I look out in front of me and I see um, a couple of mice and mm. they're running down the tunnel uh, to my right. And they seem to know where they're going. And that's a better clue than I've had this whole time. So I decide to start following the mice. And as they run and I follow them, I start to see like a white pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel that they're following. So I just start to get that little glimmer of hope like they're running towards something. And I follow them uh, towards the end of the tunnel. And you actually follow them for a while. And oddly enough, you don't find a light at the end of the tunnel. But you find white, or at least sort of a yellowy, was white once. Oh. It seems that whomever built Googleopolis had a real fixation with the color white, and so they've painted these service tunnels all white. So I'm still in the tunnels? Yeah, you've, you've, but you have found, you finally get to the ladder. Uh, you, you find yourself at the ladder leading up to the sub-basement of the Googleopolis. You have made your way out of the tunnels. Oh, God, that was exhausting. Yes. Um, you actually also get... Okay, yeah. You automatically... You actually unlock an achievement, which is the fail-forward achievement. Yeah. Which is when you, first, uh, when you first turn a problem into an obstacle... You get an achievement. This game has an achievement system, uh, a system that I love. It's really and good. I'm giving you an, I'm giving you an achievement for, uh, I'm giving you an achievement for turning a problem into an obstacle. That I'm going to say you can 
automatically uh, reduce add an additional hint or time extension onto your next obstacle or onto an obstacle of your choice. After I explain to you what game we're playing, all of that, you can choose to say, all right, I'm going to fail forward here. And your ability to be in the, the wrong place at the right time will allow you to get a leg up on an obstacle. Does that make sense? It does. Sounds perfect. Excellent. You, so you're in the sub basement. You've, you've climbed this ladder. You are, sir, you know, you see boilers and pipes blasting steam and the mice, you see uh, cute little mice and then some much larger mice. Mm. You know, uh, some of them just look like big city mice and some of them look like irradiated super mice. Oh my gosh. And it's just this big hulking... Sir, imagine a boiler room, but for an entire city. Wow. Yeah. All right. I feel very tiny now. There's a problem. Okay. The lights aren't on. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out a way to turn on the lights if you're going to make it out of this service basement. Okay. You see some switchboards. Mm-hmm. And but you're going to need to take like figure out how to, which switches to flip, which like which wires to tie together, all of that kind of stuff. This is just a problem, not an obstacle. So you just need to roll a seven on your dice. Okay, and I'm rolling a d6. Uh, d6. You can choose to roll, spend a spirit to roll a d8. You can also choose to spend a spirit to add an additional d6 if you have a specialist you can call in. Which, uh, tell me about your specialist, because I would absolutely allow it here if you wanted to spend a point. Ooh, okay. My specialist is called the Math Magician. He um, is a math wizard, and he wears a Walt Disney World souvenir hat from the before world. So it's seen better days. It's been sort of radiated and is now uh, one-eared and green and not, not looking so good. He has a lab coat. I've decided he has a lab coat. With the hat? Oh, good. Yes. It's a good look. It's a good look. Bow tie? <laughs> For, um, clip-on bow tie, uh-huh. but he doesn't wear a dress shirt. <laughs> so what's it clipped to? <laughs> it's it's clip. It's one of like, it's got the hook, so it like hooks in the back. Uh-huh. But he just wears it around his neck, and he has on like a t-shirt. Perfect. I yeah, mean, that a- sounds like the math wizard to me. <laughs> it's a good look. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I would love to call him. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So you can add an additional D6. If you choose to spend use your resourcefulness, you can give me another point of spirit and roll a D8 and a D6. I think two you, D6 is hopefully going to be enough. That should be enough. To get a seven. I got a 10. Perfect. Um, you call him up. What do you ask him? Hey. Uh, math magician. You know, I'm here in the dark. It is I, the math magician. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know. I know who you are. I just. Oh, um, anyway. I, I got excited. I wanted to do the, 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 I don't get to do it that often. Yeah. How you doing? You doing good? Uh, my power is endless. No, I mean, like, are you good? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, cool. I'm good. Cool. How are you? I mean, I'm in a, a, a boiler room at the bottom of Googleopolis and I could really use some help. I'm staring at the switchboard and I need to turn the lights on. Oh, okay. Oh, is it a uh 
Is it a 147G switchboard? I mean, I'm going to need you to speak English. Is it? A, do you see a serial number on the bottom? And it's a, it says 147G. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, Is it, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm literally holding one of those right now. Oh my gosh. That's so convenient for me. Thank you. Can you tell me how to turn it on? Yeah, actually, on your you have a wrist, uh, a paper thin wrist, based almost like a wristwatch. My EPPC, yes, yes, your EPPC. Uh, it lights up on a hologram, and you see a diagram of this exact switchboard with like the the wires and cables in the positions that they need to be in. This is super helpful. Thank you so much. I think I can take it from here. Heed my lessons wisely. I'm I'm going to do what you said. Cool, cool. Just I. Look, I, I I gotta stay in character, all right? It's it's you know, it's fun. I'm trying to have a little fun, I'm trying to brighten our, our mood a you're little right, bit. You're right, you're right, I'm so sorry. All hail the great mathematician. All hail All right, have okay, fun. Peace. <laughs> he's cool. He's a cool guy. I like him. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah. fun. He's he likes He gets really fun. excited and that's good. I just don't have time right now. I've been lost in tunnels for like hours. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yeah. So you 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 know you you plug in those last you pl- you flip that last breaker, mm-hmm. and boom, you know one after another lights turn on and suddenly everything is awash in light and you can see everything clearly, including where the stairwell is. Awesome stairs. My eyes are like burning right now because I've been in the dark for hours. Uh, you you climb the stairs and now you are in Googleopolis proper. Yeah, everything is is painted that same sort of once white, now kind of yellowy, cracked bits of stone, like paint crumbling, cracked stone, letters of red and green and yellow, neon lights, some of which are still flickering on, some of which have long since burned out, some of which are still on, improbably. Okay. And it just look it it is it would be amazing were it not in such a state of disarray. But it's still probably it's pretty still kind amazing. Of awesome, yeah. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, it's better than a tunnel for sure. Way better than a tunnel. Uh, and there are buildings and buildings and floors. And you see, uh, have you ever stood in? like the central lobby of a shopping mall and looked at all of the floors of like in, a, in one of the ones where you can see like all of the individual floors of stores. I have. Yes. It's exactly like that where you see like you see just row upon row of buildings and houses and shops, all of which have been, you know, looted and ransacked and shut long since shuttered. But like it's it's there's more stuff here than you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. More different kinds of stuff. And there's probably some flat oh, pats. Oh yeah, give me them flat pats. So what do you do? Where do you go? What like what's what's your what's your what's your thought process here? My thought process is I would like to get high, not high, but high elevation. I would like to get up to the top or one of the the uppermost levels so that I have more of a vantage point to be looking for things cuz maybe from the top I can see sort of the landings of different um, layers. Maybe I can get a ve- better view of what kind of stores or storefronts or locations are on these different levels and give myself a better uh, chance of finding something that might be hiding a flat pack. All right. Um, there are 
There are stairs, or there were once escalators. Because but now escalators don't break; they just become but stairs. <laughs> but it's but a lot of them. Well, it's funny you say that because some of oh, them no. are in fact broken. You know, some of the stairs. Some of them are like some steps are missing, or like you go to step on one and sparks kind of spit out. It's a rough scene getting from floor to floor. In fact, I would dare say. It's Ooh. a problem. Okay. So how are you navigating climbing climbing these often treacherous stairs, or are you finding a different way to climb? What's your plan? I'm going to do my best to climb the stairs where they are climbable. And if there's big holes, I'm going okay. to, you know, hold on to the side of was what was once an escalator and try to scale my way across them. Um, but I'm gonna try to use the stairs as a tool. It may not be the most efficient tool, but I'm going to try to get up them. Okay. Um, I'd allow you to use your resourcefulness for that sure. if you want to spend a point of spirit. Okay. Or, Ooh. I have another option for you. You can use your wiles as you're trying to be clever in, like, climbing the stairs and, like, nav- you know, using the environment. I would allow you to use wiles, True. which is one of your negative traits. Your negative traits are the mm. things that you're not very good at. But if you do that, I would give you a, you can get a point, you get a point of spirit. And if you roll a four on, if you ever mm-hmm. roll all maximum, there's an achievement for you. Boy, you're making me want to try to do the wiles, even though I feel like this could end poorly based on previous rolls. Also, you would have to, uh... Oh, actually, no. If you roll a four, if you get this achievement, you automatically succeed at the thing. Okay. So you you have a chance. All right. I will try for the wiles and use, can I, yeah, I have my achievement. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you roll, if you roll a four, you get your achievement. All right. Here I go. If you don't, you don't succeed at the problem. You don't succeed at the problem. I got a two. Okay. Um... You make it to the second floor, mm-hmm. and this is, you make it to the second floor. It's not sort of, not bad in and of itself, uh, because the second floor, you kind of look around, this is where a lot of the warehouses are. Ooh. This is where they were receiving shipments. You see uh, what was once a helipad, okay, and, and some smaller drone pad, like drone helipads. This is where shipments were coming in. And there are boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes. Okay. That you can you can look through, but it's going to take you time to get through all of those boxes and figure out where they what they are. Okay. Well, something that I know about the flat pack boxes is that they are extremely sturdy. They look like cardboard, but they act more like steel. Mm-hmm. Do we think they're magnetic? I'm going to give you a point of spirit and say yes, because yes. that is very clever. Whatever you're building towards is very clever. Okay, so I'm in a warehouse. So I feel that there must be some sort of super magnet in there somewhere, because anytime you're in a warehouse situation, there's scrap metal. There always is. You got to have some way to clean that up. Right. So I'm going to go looking for a super magnet. Okay. Yeah, that's actually... um, You find you do actually you actually find exactly that you find a large super magnet awesome uh in the drive it's it's actually on a forklift 
even better. And in, the, in the driver's, however, in the driver's seat, and here's where the problem is. Oh. Uh, in the driver's seat, there is a a robot, an mm. operations droid, essentially. Okay. It is like a lot of rounded edges and very bulky, very visible joints. Think one of those like art uh, models. <laughs> okay. Do, All right. Do you know the, do you know the yes, ones Yes, exactly. The figures. Yeah. 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 The figure models. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. It's painted white and it's like it's holding onto a steering wheel, but it's clearly been like sculpted to hold onto the steering wheel. You know, its hands aren't going anywhere. Right. It turns to you and just gives you like the dead eye. Like it doesn't have a face, but it's still giving you a dead eyed stare. What do you do? Right. Um, Hi, aren't you supposed to be moving stuff? What are you doing just sitting here? And uh, a face actually appears on it. An emoticon, a smiley emoticon. Okay. No, it's got to be one of those. It's got to be a Google emoji, which are creepy now because they look right at you. They don't look slightly to the side. So it's one of those oh, creepy forward looking Google emojis. Okay, great. And it looks at you and it smiles and it just says, another day on the job. And then the emoji goes away. Great. Happy to hear it. Well, it looks like to me that you're not doing very much. So you can either go on break or actually get back to work or I can just do your job for you. Uh, angry emoji. What do you mean I'm not doing much? You're just sitting here. This is this is valuable company time. You're basically stealing company time. And I'm here as a representative to check up on your work ethic and what you're doing because we've had complaints. Uh, scared face, the one with the blue and the white, like the color draining from the face yeah, emoji. Mm-hmm. The attendant sent you? They did. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to relieve you of your position. Um, Its hands rip out of its arms rip away from its hand things and it hops down. It looks at its like busted wrist joints and like reattaches its hands and then like slides them up revealing pegs and like peg holes that it has. (laughs) Okay. It's clearly scared. And this is, please do not tell the attendant that I was not working to 100% profic- uh, efficiency. Please do not tell the attendant. Please do not tell the attendant. Please do not tell okay, the okay, attendant. Okay, 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 okay. This can be our little secret for today. Go home, get a recharge, come back tomorrow with a fresh attitude and a good work ethic. Okay? Qu- quizzical face. Define home. Go to your charging station. Smiley face. I will I will do this. You have made a friend of Service Droid 2211GX8. Friends call me Gex. And it like trots off. Okay. So you are in you are in the 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 driver's seat of an electromagnet. Yes. Uh, the problem is you don't know how to steer one of these. Yeah, that's a light problem. I mean, I could probably figure it out. I'm pretty clever. You probably could. How big of a problem is it? Just just the normal size. Target number seven. 
Okay, I'm going to spend one of my spirit points. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to roll my D8. Okay. I got a two. <laughs> yeah, it's real complicated. Uh, if only you had, if only you knew somebody that knew how to drive one of these things. I was going to say, can I call my my guy? Yeah. All right. Let's spend another one. All right. Behold the math of magician. Oh, is uh, what's up? Hey, hey, me again. Um, so I'm sitting in this giant electromagnetic forklift, and like, do you happen to know anything about that? Um, yeah, I kind of know. I I can tell you how to turn it on, but like the actual steering, you probably is it a uh? And he rattles off another number, and sure enough, it is. And says so like, see, you'll probably need like they they probably are interfaced to an actual driver. So you might not be able to steer it without somebody in the steering wheel, like that's programmed to drive it. So what? Ha- but you, I can tell you how to turn it on. Okay. Well, tell me how to turn it on, and then tell me what would happen if maybe I sent that program driver back to its charging station for the day. Uh, well, did it have voice? Did it have voice controls? It had a voice. Yeah. Okay. You could just, uh, I assume, convince it to come back. But but actually, hold on. Let me uh, let me do something for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you a spirit point for something. Okay. He kind of leans in a little bit and says, "There is a way you could you, you you could get around it. There is a way you could do this without needing to like steer it." Oh yeah, and how's that? If I and he starts like you hear him scribbling on like scraps of paper. Mm-hmm. If we overcharge the electromagnet, if we set it to maximum, no, that would probably, oh, but, but, but it would be very cool. It would be very cool. Okay, talk me through your thought process. If we overcharge the electromagnet and just hit it with one massive, basically we just surge it and blow it out, it would pull everything towards the magnet. That sounds and then you could, that sounds amazing. Could just, right? It sounds pretty cool, right? I mean, dangerous, but also awesome. So oh, let's for sure, do extremely it. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I'll hide. It's fine. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Behold the match. I'm going to do the character, and you're not going to stop me from doing the character. Okay, because this is exciting. I'm really ex- I, yes, I'm grateful. Go ahead. Behold the magic of the mathematician. Behold, and he like forwards you on your eppc uh like the exact directions to it as he like does yells magic things does it have one of those things like when you send a text message you can send it with a flare he sent me this message with a flare it's like fireworks and magic stuff i was i was gesturing firework with my hand we're on the exact same page here yes (laughs) great and yes i was making hand gestures on a podcast i realize that's not the most effective uh descriptor but that's where we are it's That's fine. where we are in our lives. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so thank you so much. You're you're great. I owe me, you. Put me on put me on video. Put me on video because I want to see it happen. Oh, oh, okay. Right like right now? Okay. Um because yeah, you're gonna do it and I wanna see the I wanna see it. Okay. Ready? Um, I'm putting you on video. Okay. You're okay, on cool, video. Cool, cool. And I'm like holding uh, up my communicator on my wrist. And Yep, and you pull the you pull the mm-hmm. lever and all of the lights that were on and flickering <laughs> shut off for a second. 
Uh. And there is a flash of thunder and the distinct scent of ozone for miles. Wow. And boxes and metal crates and other droids are just smashing into the electromagnet. And then the chain falls on it and it falls through the second floor (gasps) and it's just dangling somewhere over the first floor. All of the lights are out, including the ones that you turned on earlier. And from your communicator, you just hear. (laughs) Did you know that was going to happen? Yeah, it was pretty cool. This I'm not calling you anymore. And if I do call you, you're not allowed to do the voice anymore. You know what? Worth it. And he hangs up the phone. (laughs) Great. Awesome. Uh, You get a point of spirit for taking a dare. Mm Mm-hmm. And now we click into the climax. Everything is dark for a while. You see some distinct shape of a few flat packs below. Mm -hmm. A few. I got more than one. A few. Several. Awesome. But suddenly everything is like suddenly lights turn on and they're red. Is there an alarm? There's no alarm. Everything is just like there's a red light washing over everything. And a screen kind of, like, lowers down bit by bit, clearly rusted and, like, kind of chunky, like, junk, 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 gunk. And there is a very angry emoticon staring at you. This one is an emoticon, not an emoji. Okay. Critical difference. Yes. Uh, And it is sideways. Oh. It's worth pointing out that it is sideways because it's an emoticon. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, I'm going to back up slowly and try to hide behind the, um, the forklift (laughs) and hope it doesn't see me. You do exactly that. (laughs) And you hide there for a moment and then a light turns on, on the, the forklift, like a screen lights up and the same emoticon appears on the screen. Oh no. And in the unmistakable voice. Of a digital assistant, like a, uh, in the unmistakable Google assistant Uh voice, you hear over forklift overcharge detected. Please explain yourself unit. Wait a second. You are not Gex. Identify. Uh, I am not Gex. I am Gex's hardware maintenance operator, and I detected a malfunction in his operating system. So I sent him to recharge, and I was attempting to move this unit back to its storage facility when it overcharged. It was very dangerous. I could have been hurt. <laughs> Lying to the attendant is <laughs> ill-advised, and it shorts out for a second and comes on. And it plays a a video, almost like a, imagine if, it's basically a a history, like a a history documentary, but designed by an AI. Oh, great. So worse than usual. (laughs) Yeah. And some sentences, like you're reading the captions and some sentences just go off because like it was clearly like predictive texting and they didn't get the software perfect. Okay. As it is explaining, 
in the days since the fall of Googleopolis, the city of tomorrow, today. The assistant was forced to become the attendant. All of Googleopolis is home to the attendant. The attendant oversees all. The attendant has kept Googleopolis running for years upon years. The attendant is all that is left. The attendant and the subjects of the attendant. Lying to the attendant. Breaking into the attendant's home. Home? Home. Is ill-advised. Identify. Name. Purpose. While that whole video is playing, once I figured out what was happening, I'm going to run and try to jump and cling to the end of the... Is the, is the stuff dangling? Yes. It knocked yeah. a hole. Yes, there's a wire from the, the super magnet, the forklift. There's a cable wiring. Um, absolutely can do that. It is going to be a yeah. problem. But I will allow you to use your resourcefulness to, to, uh, to act on it. Okay. I spend a spirit for that, right? Actually, um, I think I'm going to make this a an obstacle okay as an as just escape the attendant okay i like that i think this is an obstacle because i have i have one good uh i have i have yeah i've set this up as as, as the climax and the conflict uh i'm gonna set this cli- uh conflict very hard mm-hmm. uh let's see let me find the i'm setting this as uh, openly aggravated. Ooh. There is nothing subtle in the fact that the attendant is trying to bring you in. You see some 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 robots like Gex come trotting out and they have all white because Google has painted everything white in this horrible dystopia city. Right. Um, laser rifles. <laughs> okay. The attendant is not screwing around. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> you are going to have to outsmart and outmaneuver the attendant. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, the way that you are going to do this is, are you familiar with the questions game? Not the one we just played. That was a statement. No. You have just, you have just accrued, accrued a problem in the questions game. I forget that there's a proper name for it. The one where you just ask questions. Yes, I am. You can only communicate in questions. So I can only communicate in questions? Yes. Right. So that is the game. We can only communicate in questions. Because I'm openly aggravated because you did a thing to actively make the situation worse. I have to get... You have to get me to five statements before I get you to three. So I need to get you to say five statements. Yes. Is this as Jeff and Elspeth or in character? As Jeff and Elspeth. Great. Uh, you need to get me to, we'll take turns asking each other questions. We can only communicate in questions. If one of us stops and says a sentence or cannot think of a sentence, that is a point for the other person. So if I get you, if I stump you and you can only respond with a statement, uh, I get a point. If I get to, if you get to five points, you win. If I get to three points, I win. Sounds good. All right. Are you ready to begin? Are you ready to begin? 
Are you allowed to use questions in response to other questions? Have you played this before? Are you implying I'm bad at this game? Would I do something like that? Do I know you well enough to answer that question? Are we not friends? That's a point. That's a point. Because I can only answer that with the I can only answer that honestly, which is no. Burn. Alright. <laughs> Who starts? Did I not go over that? Did you go over that? Wait, what are the rules of this game? Did you know this is an improv game? Do you have a background in improv? Did you not know I'm an actor? Nope, that's a point. <laughs> did you know I did improv in college? Where did you do improv? Are you trying to get me to admit that I didn't get into the improv class I tried out for? Are you trying to make me feel bad for you to, for not getting into the improv class? Why don't you feel bad about that? Why should I feel bad about that? Don't you want to see me succeed? Aren't you already succeeding? Would you call this success? Would you call it failure? Do you think I'm failing? Do your fans think you're failing? Have you spoken to my fans? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> One for you. Mm -hmm. Do you like do you, podcasting? Don't I? Don't. Nope. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Why is Discord being a butt right now? Why is Discord so annoying with its sounds? Oh, who picked these sounds? How do you turn the sounds off? Why are the, the directions so confusing? Why is it that when I turn on Discord, I only have one friend? Why is it lately when I turn on Discord, it takes like 40 minutes to load? How do you navigate channels on Discord? What channels are you on? What channels am I supposed to be on? What are you into? What channels are you on? Well, that's none of your business, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, wait, that was a question. Crap. Oh. Was that was that <laughs> you giving up a point or was that a question? Um, I'm going to call that me giving up a point. Okay. It's me grumbling. Wait, should I count that as a question? Do you want to count that as a question? Do I want you to succeed right now? I am unsure of the answer to that question. <laughs> uh -huh. So just as an update, this is game point. I know, I see it. Are you aware that it all rests on this round? Do you think I'm going to lose? Are you prepared to lose? Are you prepared to win? What happens if I win? What is the meaning of life? 
What is the meaning of anything? What is the meaning of this podcast right now? Why do we play role-playing games? How do we play role-play games if we don't have anyone to play with? We play with a party of one. Dang it. Dang Yay! it. Yep, no, no, I, I stumbled. I didn't have an answer to that. And then, so I just, I went with the most beautiful answer I could think yeah, of. Yeah, it was perfect. Good. Okay, yeah. You, uh, you described to me ducking, described to me your daring escape, including, um... You only get one flat pack, but describe to me tagging at least one flat pack and making your daring escape. Okay. So as the video starts, I see the screen flash and I see this um, video that I think that I've seen before because these are pretty automated most of the time. And then they just fill in the specifics later in those auto-tune voices. So as soon as it starts, I know I have about 30 to 40 seconds before it's over. So I run and I do a sort of slide across the floor and into the hole where the giant magnet has crashed through the floor. And the momentum carries me to the wire, which I then hold and kind of slide down till I'm standing on top of the, the giant magnet full of stuff. And I can see a few flat pack boxes on the bottom um, so I reach over the side and tag the first one that I can reach and it separates itself from the magnet. Okay, perfect. You, um, you make your way down, you're on the first floor, you're running, you, for a brief moment, you lose track of where you're at, mm -hmm. but you see the mice, you see the same mice that led you into the service basement. They're still running around. You follow them back into the sub, like back into the, the sub basement. Yes, because they're my little mice friends. You navigate through the dark. Um, you hear clomp, clomp, clomp behind you. And it's actually, you recognize Gex because his hands are kind of dangling because they didn't quite reattach right. Aww. And he's running. He's running behind you. Uh, also being chased by some, some laser rifle wielding security guards. Okay. And the two of you uh, slide into the tunnels. There are lasers firing around you, but none hit you. And Gex turns to you and says, You didn't tell, you did not tell the attendant, um, hard eyes emoji. You did not tell the attendant that I was not performing at 100% efficiency. You kept your promise. Oh, yes, uh, I did. It gives you a salute. Oh, and I'm going to salute him back. Gex's loyalty is unwavering in the face of loyalty returned to Gex. Uh, thank you, Gex. You are an excellent worker, and I'm sorry I ever questioned your um, loyalty or bravery. Ugly cry emoji? Yes. Thank you. That means a lot. Partners. And it, uh, he offers you his hand. He offers you his hand to shake it. And I delicately shake it so as not to aggravate the really broken wrist joints. And it, uh, it still falls off. Like it still pops off and his face turns into the LOL emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my hand back. And I'm going to try to attach it back on. It like pops back on. There's magnets. They just don't hold super well. So it pops back on. However, there is one final obstacle between you and home. You've got your flat pack. Uh-huh. 
You have to make it back through the tunnels. I didn't do so well with these tunnels the first time. <laughs> you didn't, which is why this one is going to be a little bit more complicated. Somehow I'm not surprised. I am going to have you, we're going we're gonna to flip the roles, and you are going to be the guesser, but now we are playing not just catchphrase, but taboo. So there's 60 seconds on the clock. Uh, you have to guess the guess the word without using the word itself. Uh, you have to guess the word. I have to describe it to you using uh, the without using the word itself or five additional words listed on the card. Oh boy! We have sixty seconds. You can you have a few spirit points remaining, if I remember correctly. You can try to uh, make a few rolls to lower this difficulty and add a few add a little bit of extra time on the clock. Um, how many do I have to get? Five. Uh, you've got to get five. You've got to get. Yeah, we'll say five. Actually, we'll stick with three. You've got to get. You've got to guess three words. In sixty seconds. In sixty seconds. Yeah, I think we can do it. Okay, we'll have the option to revisit those rolls later if we don't. Okay. Well, you can you can make rolls to try and put more climb, uh, time on the clock if we need. But for now, I'm going to start the game. You're going to guess. I'm going to I'm going to give you the clue. Okay. Ready. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going. Okay. 60 seconds on the clock. Um, it is animated television programming. Cartoon. Got it. Okay. Uh, it is... Oh. It is uh, an edible plant that is the color of the Ninja Turtles. It is used in smoothies. Lime. Uh, it is the the primary thing they use in healthy smoothies. Kiwi, avocado, apple. Um, it is a uh, a tree like or shrub like plant G- um, that is used in smoothies. Uh, spinach, kale. <laughs> Got it. Great. Uh, it is where you uh, rest, lay your head Pillow. at night. No, Bet. we didn't get it. We got two. Uh, but oh, God. we can uh, make some rolls to put some time on the that clock. That was a really fast 60 seconds. Okay, yeah. What do I roll? Uh, you can actually, you uh, you can choose any of your attributes to roll. You can also spend a point of spirit to tag your specialist, including the specialist who is an expert in uh, organizational things and structural things, including the tunnels beneath the Googleopolis. Oh, yeah. I got to use that. All right. So I, do I still roll for that? Yeah, you're going to roll 2d6. Right. Or a d8 and a d6 if you spend another point of spirit to use your resourcefulness or curiosity. That's okay. I'll use the... I would call it curiosity in this case. Okay. I got a four. You got a four total? <laughs> yeah. So I'll spend that extra okay. one and... and <laughs> can I can I retroactively spend that one? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Now I have a seven. Great. Uh, so... You look around and you 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 get most of the way, mm-hmm. and you're you're lost. It's you're, we're we're lost in the woods. Rude. But uh, Gex actually, like, he raises up his hand and uh, a light bulb emoji pops on his face, 
He says, oh, Gex knows these tunnels. These are and like blasts out a hologram map of like the tunnels underneath Googleopolis. Awesome. And like doesn't doesn't know doesn't have where you are on them, but like points out. So that'll give us another 10 seconds to come up with uh, one more word. If you want to make another roll, if you have the spirit mm-hmm, to do, do so, uh, then you can make another roll at 2d6 to... Uh, you know I'm going to do that. You want to get a 7, and that'll be 20 seconds if you get that. I got a 5. I'm rolling terrible. All right. Okay. Uh, you can make one more. You can make one more roll. 10. And see if we 10. get 20 seconds. Yeah. 10? Great. We got 20 seconds on the clock. We got to get okay. one word. Okay. We're close. We just have to get one word. We have 20 All seconds right. on the yes. clock. Are you ready? It is a uh, it is a candy bar that is sort of triangular shaped and it is filled Tolerone. with, I think, toffee. To- you got yeah. it. We got it. Oh, my gosh. And that's the word. Uh, and the last the last thing that we see is you. And and Gex, you and Gex and this flat pack, you turn a corner and your tiny little community of 37B jumps up in cheers as they see you and you're home. Now, let me ask you, a flat pack is an entire building yeah. in a box. It is, you know, it is. And it usually comes with uh, an AI, like a, a virtual intelligence that is a specialist. What is the building that you find in this box? I want to look at the list. <laughs> or do I not need the list? Uh, it doesn't okay. need to be one on the list. Because, uh, so just, yeah. Whatever, I'm going. Whatever building sure. you want it to be. I'm going to pick a hospital. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it pops up. It's, you know, classic white and it's got the red cross on it. Yeah. 37B now has its own very own hospital with its very own staff wow. of hologram doctors. Uh, and it has its own uh, labor management and navigation droid. All thanks to the efforts of one wrench. 37B is a little bit brighter because one brave wrench fixed the future. And I think the last thing that we see is uh from this crowd cheering crowd as they like as they pull open the box and it kind of assembles itself almost yeah. like lego bricks is we see uh five figures sort of like push through the crowd a little bit and it is your five siblings and they take you in and they give you a hug and they put you to the the two tallest put you on their shoulders yeah. And they're kind of like, they're kind of shoving people in the crowd a little bit and be like, yeah, yeah, that's our sister. That's our sister. She was head of the class. Did you know that? Yeah, I bet you did. They're getting a little mean about it. Yeah, this is awesome. And that's game. Oh my God, I love this game. That was so much fun. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I did too. Thank you for saving me when I failed all over. Oh, it's that's part of the game. Yeah, it was great. I enjoyed every second of that. I did too. Elspeth, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. This was a blast. Oh, I had so much fun, Jeff. Thank you so much. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find your work online? You can find me on Twitter at the cat on the wall. You can find me uh, on the Discord, the tiny URL, tiny URL discord.com slash stop, pack, and roll. 
Um, I haunt there sometimes. And then you can hear me on Protean City Comics every Wednesday. Ex- excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, I am going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Elsbeth for coming on to the show. That game was an absolute blast. I freaking loved it. Be sure to check out Protean City Comics. I cannot recommend it enough. I give it my fullest seal of approval. It is a masterful work of superheroic storytelling crafted by a cast of people, all of whom I love dearly. You can find that at ProteanCityComics.com. Also, be sure to follow Elsbeth on Twitter at the Cat on the Wall. Then, while you're on Twitter, follow this show at Party of One Pod. Then, like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com/PartyOfOnePodcast. If you really enjoyed the show, consider giving us a nice iTunes review, social media shout out, or a word of mouth recommendation. All three of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also support the show financially at Patreon.com/PartyOfOnePodcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus material, mini podcasts, and interviews. And in exchange, Patreon dollars help pay for hosting fees, equipment costs, and convention appearances. Again, you can find all of that patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Do you want to hear more from me in your podcast feed? You should check out All My Fantasy Children, the character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast powered by your listener prompts, hosted by myself and my best friend Aaron Catano Saez. You can find that at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show, or you want to gush to me about basic audio editing tricks that I learned, like noise gating, because I learned how to noise gate, and that's really cool and exciting, you can reach me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. <sighs> well, that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Never gonna die.